If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Well, we just spoke with uh, Kelsey Bowler, who I had a chance to see earlier this week. And uh, now I'm going to turn to uh, another friend of the show, regular uh, featured person that's uh, here with us uh, almost every week, Bethany Mandel, who was also back in town. Now, this is kind of her stomping ground. So she, she, you know, uh, for a long time, she and her husband were uh, here in the tri-state area. But uh, Bethany Mandel, complete with little tiny baby in tow, you were here for your, your book launch party. And, uh, man, what a, what a night it was. Yes, it was great. It was great, except that one thing. Yeah, that, that one thing that has now made news. Um, why exactly were there protesters at your book launch party? I mean, I think because I am um, I'm a transphobe and a racist. I think that's why. <laughs> For those that are just joining us, uh, the uh, Carol Markowitz, Bethany Mandel, Stolen Youth book launch party was underway. And uh, we were there as a, a very full room, lots of uh, Fox News friends and longtime uh, conservative friends in different capacities uh, were all there. And just early in the evening, um, we heard from the far side of the room, a few F-bombs get dropped, and then a glass gets thrown in kind of Michael Scott fashion. It didn't break. Uh, And uh, then the next thing I know, you're wearing a completely different outfit than the one you started out with. So uh, we didn't really know. We couldn't see from our side of the room. Yeah, so I was standing um, at the entrance talking to Steve Forbes. And um, all of a sudden, I'm soaking wet, and someone's screaming, like, near me, and I have books, like, sort of thrown at my ankles. And they were screaming, Black Lives Matter and Trans Lives Matter. And um, I, like, being me, I was like, let's talk about this. Let's have a conversation. But they ran away. <laughs> the the like, problem-solving like, mom and Bethany came out at that moment. <laughs> like, specifically, I would like to know your qualms. But they ran away. Um, and I, I found out actually later in the night that there were different protesters there um, screaming um, epithets that the FCC would take you off air for, um, some of which were like pretty homophobic, actually, um, which is, you know, funny and ironic. Um, but, you know, it, it sort of like proved the entire thesis of the book. They, um, you know, th- this is an entire generation of angry young people who are misinformed and you know they sort of shouted the the standard um the, the standard epithet without having anything resembling an understanding of what they were actually protesting well they i didn't even we know how how did they know you were there because this was not a well-publicized uh gathering that we were part of no no quite the opposite so my my guess is that they heard they saw the book posters and looked them up and were like, let's go cause some trouble. Um, I don't okay. think that it was, I, I'm not, I'm not narcissist enough to think that this was like pre-planned. And, um, and they, I mean, they also just didn't put up enough effort to, to indicate that, you know, there was any sort of the grand planning here. Yeah. Well, the uh, interesting thing about all of that is that at the end of the night, um, the people that had come to support you guys and your turnout was fantastic and uh, your your yeah. organizers were great uh, and the food was wonderful and I couldn't say enough uh, good things about the uh, they took good care of everybody but I, I came away with a really good sense that your message is resonating and Bethany it couldn't come at a more important time I mean when 
Um, on one night, I'm meeting with the Independent Women's Forum, listening to detransitioners tell their story and talk about how the entire apparatus of government has been poised against them. Like when, when they were transitioning, the government opened every door possible, made everything free, just made it as easy as possible to destroy themselves. Yep. But the minute they decided that it wasn't the healthy thing for them to pursue, all of that love bombing just stopped. And to then yep. a night later be with you and Carol hearing the stories of the book and talking about what uh, you guys have documented here, th- this couldn't come at a more timely um, a, a timely season. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I think you know we we hit the mark on the on the timing, and um, and you know I'm I'm excited and hopeful that more people are sort of hearing about the book and reading about the book, and you know your tactics kind of worked against them because it's giving us a lot of free publicity. So thank you very much. Yeah. Well, and, and talk to us a little bit about the, the, the reason why you wrote it at this time. So, I mean, we, we signed the book deal about a year and a half ago and we, we decided to write it because, you know, we were sending each other sort of stories, um, you know, back and forth, back and forth all the time. And we sort of started to observe a pattern of like, you know, this, institutions have been captured and um and you know pediatrician is doing this and uh you know just story after story about stuff going on in the media and it was just it it felt like death by a thousand cuts and we've been gaslit about you know when you pointed out they're like oh well you're just really over exaggerating about like this tv show and it's like no because it's just relentless and so we wanted to sort of highlight to parents that this is relentless and um, they're not crazy for objecting and this is how they can object and honestly should object. Well, and at the end of the day, um, you're going to need to give some uh, practical helps for parents that are facing this. Uh, By the way, a little program plug, uh, Carol and Bethany are going to appear on the uh, uh, Salem News Channel with me tomorrow night, uh, and we're going to go in depth uh, on the on some of these things in, in much greater depth, uh, and I look forward to that. Uh, but I find that parents, and I think you've experienced this, Bethany, are reaching out saying, I need help. I don't know yeah, how to yeah. talk about this. I don't know how to fight this. Where do I Where do I begin to do those things? And you've got some of those resources in the book. That's exactly right. I was going to say, and stolen youth, you know, we go into it sort of, the, the small things and the big things and sort of how to we, we talk about how to identify this threat and then also sort of what to do now that you realize how uh, how dire it is. Yeah. Well, it's important to neutralize it as quickly as possible, as early as possible. And I got to think, Bethany, that this is a, this a, this is going to make a big difference because. The one red wave that nobody really talked about in the 2022 election was school boards all across the country. Yep. Some of the, yep. some of the That's biggest exactly right. 50 biggest school boards uh, across the country threw out a lot of activist uh, trans CRT a- advocates that were on their school boards and put regular moms and dads on those boards. And you've got to start by holding the schools accountable, but you've really got to stay involved in the curriculum and everything else. I mean, Governor DeSantis just yesterday had to have his press conference cut off the the local t- television coverage because the books he was trying to alert the Florida public about the schools wanting to teach their kids were too vile to put on TV. Um, yes, no, that's exactly right. That happens a lot at school board meetings too. Max, head up. So uh, Sorry, that's a parking lot, and my son is not paying attention. Well, I'm going to let you go get your son, Bethany Mandel. Always a pleasure to have you with us, and congrats again on the book. And it was great seeing you. 
All right. Thank you so much, Kevin, and thank you for the shot. I appreciate it. You got it. Kevin McCullough, come right back.